Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Charging into the last hour here on uh, Monday morning of Mornings with Ian Smith. There's uh, two things in sporting life that you can guarantee. You can guarantee that Scott Dixon will be there or thereabouts in IndyCar racing. And at the moment, he is third in the Music City Grand Prix, uh, of course, in Nashville. Third, so uh, that's in lap 33 of 80. Always Scott Dixon is very prominent. The other thing is that you can rely on Andrew Voss. On a Monday morning, our brother, our SEN brother from Australia, uh, to update us on everything in the league world. Plenty going on there. Good morning to you, Vossi. You've come straight out of your studio uh, and to into a part of mine, which I'm very, very grateful for. And the first thing we can talk about is what you brought up last week, uh, the possibility of the NRL Grand Final being at Eden Park in Auckland. Well, it seems our Prime Minister doesn't think so at the moment. Uh, well, really, well, it's the power of us. I mean, at least we got it on the table, you know, we've, it, because... The NRL previously, when it's been suggested, you know, ideas like the Warriors next year, if hopefully things get close to, to normal, they could play all the games there. They've sort of dismissed that, but at least we've had some, uh, we've had some airtime and and some some service paid to it. Now, look, if if the Prime Minister is listening now, and I'm sure she is, because uh, you know, why wouldn't she be? She's having a little tea break at the moment. I think you've got to realise uh, you've got to look at the big picture here and and appreciate how tough it has been for the Warriors, first of all, for, for rugby league fans in New Zealand. I'm making the impassioned plea right now as an Australian on behalf of Warriors fans in New Zealand, star the rugby league, the two-year anniversary is coming up. I think we have at our you know, disposal here a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for a grand final to be played in New Zealand. Um, and I think this could be a bit, like, a bit like the uplifting moment of the Olympic. I think this would be a real celebration moment for rugby league in New Zealand, but also a way of Australian rugby league fans you know, basically showing some indirect um, support and appreciation for what the Warriors and Kiwi rugby league fans have been through. So I think I don't think there'd be anything begrudging about it from Australian rugby league fans. Maybe I'm taking too much licence on that, but I think we would happily see New Zealand host the Rugby League Grand Final. So I hope it's not dead and buried before they seriously sit down and talk about how it could be pulled off. Yeah, uh, I, I'm, a, I'm with you on that. And uh, I think they've got to be a bit consistent about all these things when it comes to that. And, of course, uh, the Wallabies are here at the moment. Uh, who can forget mm. that? Uh, let's get back oh, well, to the weekend. I want to say of... logistically, yeah. just, just so everyone's aware listening right now, I mean, all the players are based in southeast Queensland, which came out of lockdown yesterday. Now, let's just say... That's the way things remain for the next... We are talking eight weeks away, the grand final, that these players would all be coming from an area, a part of Australia, that is not in lockdown. It's not, it's not Sydney. It's not Melbourne. It's south-east Queensland that, have, that went through a lockdown of two weeks, and that's the only lockdown they've had in, in recent memory. So it's not like they'd be coming out of a hotspot. They're not coming from all parts of Australia. They would be coming directly from south-east Queensland. I think it's a point well worth making. Okay, fair enough too. Um, what what uh, is happening? Of course, I was uh, still uh, in South uh, Queensland, uh, South East Queensland, is where you're talking about. Uh, it's still per- persevering, and and uh, they're going about their business. These uh, sides as they look for 
uh, top eight placings, and there was some, uh, I guess, interesting results uh, over the over the course of uh, the long weekend, starting of course on Thursday night with the Knights uh, finally getting up over the top of the Broncos. Uh, for you, the interesting games of the weekend, the most pertinent ones. Oh well, look, uh, we got to see um, Manly Gage Manly against Melbourne. You know, Melbourne absolutely hot, seventeen straight wins now on the back of that. And I'm prepared to say that there's still some improvement in Manly on what we saw the other night, and they did push Melbourne. But I still thought, you know, my opinion is still Melbourne raging hot favourites, but Manly definitely in the mix um, and is a side that, if I'm outside of Melbourne, I don't think any team wants to run into Manly in the final series. Tom Trebojevic was a bit below his uh, his recent best um, the other night. So if he played at the level that he's played leading up to that game the other night. And, 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 you know, Melbourne didn't give him a lot of time with the ball. But, you know, I don't want to be running into Manly in the finals. You know, I, I look at the top six and I'm thinking, well, I wouldn't mind if I was playing the Roosters. And I wouldn't mind if I'm playing Parramatta. But I don't want to be running into Manly, who might finish fifth or sixth. You know, might make the top four, but I don't want to be running into them. So, you know, I'm not dismissing the chances of Manly on uh, Saturday night. That was a big game. Uh, Penrith against Roosters, well, you know, you know, Roosters are just battling on, and now they lose Angus Crichton's suspension. It's a very tough season for them. Um, and against Penrith without Nathan Cleary, <laughs> I can't say they're, they're twice the side with Nathan Cleary in, but they're just nowhere near as good. And, and Nathan Cleary's return, if he comes back and the shoulder holds up, Penrith are right in the mix. Um, totally different proposition. And also over the weekend, I mean, yeah, the, the Warriors, gallant to be admired, you know, effort upon effort. Um, there the other day and came from behind even with Kane Evans having his, his brain snap, which was just extraordinary TV, watching that game. <laughs> Poor old Kane Evans, what the hell was going on there? Yeah, what was going on there? And, and Matt Lodge has got a band coming as well, or has already got it, but the, the fact of the matter is, uh, boss, you can educate me here. Uh, two, two sin binnings in the same game is not ascending off in rugby league. Is that correct? Because I've heard that question asked. Uh, in a, yeah, in a couple of correct. areas over the weekend. Yeah, that, right. that is okay. correct. Um, happened also, it's a pretty rare event actually, but it did happen to Victor Radley earlier this year. Uh, Roosters game, what was it, Roosters Broncos for, for Victor. Uh, but no, not like uh, not like football. The two yellow cards lead to a red. Um, and, and I personally, I mean, I, look, I, I thought the first incident, you know, came even to you, you goose for doing what you did. But the second one, I could probably mount a defence. I thought he was probably a little unlucky. I, I don't think he gets sin-binned for the second one if he hadn't been sin-binned for the first one. Um, sort of Kane got his paper stand there, but you just can't react the way he did. I mean, imagine if that is a finals game. I mean, Kane Evans, you'd only been on for a few minutes. You've just dropped the ball. Fair dinkum to be baited hook, line and sinker by the serial sledger, Will Chambers. I mean, I, I, I think Will's a bit embarrassing when he sleds the last two weeks so heavily and he's lost both. I think that's embarrassing. But I think it's embarrassing to fall for it. And, and Kane Evans, <laughs> pretty big lesson learnt on uh, on Saturday. Andrew Voss uh, is with us from uh, our big brother, SEN in Australia. Uh, of course, the voice of uh, rugby league head uh, so often throughout a very busy schedule of uh, commentating as well. Uh, key matches uh, this weekend. Um, dare we dream, just just for a moment, enlighten us. Dare yeah, we dream here, dream. the Warriors? Yes. Three... Three, three weeks, could we win three weeks in a row uh, against, we should beat, on form, uh, beat the Bulldogs. That would give us, I've done a bit of mathematics this morning, that would give us, uh, put us on to 16 points. The teams that are yep. above us at the moment yep. uh, in terms of the bottom side of the top eight, uh, one of them this weekend will go through to 20 because they play each other. 
Uh, and then after that, the others could all get rolled because they're playing superior or better formed opposition. Can yes. we dream? Dare we dream? Yes, yes. Uh, however, <laughs> yes, of course you can dream. And But I've always known, like, uh, for all these years I've covered the game, um, I would think 99 times out of 100, the moment you start using the expression, well, it's mathematically still possible to make the finals, normally that means it's over. So I make the statement, it's mathematically possible for the Warriors to make the finals and 99 times out of 100 that doesn't come off but 1 out of 100 it does so you're a chance yes they're a chance the Warriors are a chance there you go that's that's my pet talk okay I'll I'll run run you through the list here Storm Raiders Storm well that's right you're picking the Storm so there's your first candidate Canberra are not going to advance their points tally this weekend same to see against the Dragons. They're playing the Panthers. Yeah, same again. Same again. Dragons have uh, absolutely hit the wall since the barbecue. They might as well go back and have a barbecue now because uh, they, 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 they would be cannon fodder if they would have somehow squeaked into the finals. So, no, they, they lose again. Yeah, got it. Lock it in. And interesting, interesting one here. Broncos, Roosters. Uh, I, well, I'd still go even the depleted Roosters. I'll pick them against the Broncos. Um, you know, it, it's probably going to be a high-scoring game, but no. But that has no bearing on the Warriors' equation. Roosters will win that one. Uh, Rabbitohs will knock over the Titans. Yeah, they're scoring a lot of points, the Rabbitohs. You would think so. I'll tell you what is interesting. I mean, I, I think coaches outsmart themselves. Surely David Fever doesn't start off the bench against South this week. And then they play Melbourne the week after that. I mean... Surely you start with your best players. You don't, you don't hold him back for the first 20, 25 minutes of the game and you're down by you know, 18 nil by the time he comes on. So I want to see the starting the game and that'll be the Titans' best chance of winning if they can start well and get in front. But otherwise, Rabbitohs will you know, just have too many points in them. So there's another contender of the Warriors beaten. That's three. Yeah, OK. Let's carry on and knock them out. Uh, Cowboys, Tigers. Uh, I'll go. I'll go. Tigers here. Very tough to say, though. That's that's absolute toss of the coin. Um, that'll be that. That game will be in Townsville, um, five thirty on Saturday, yeah. or seven thirty MT time. Yeah. Uh, so that brings us to. Um, well, we're going to give the Warriors a win there. So that's two. Uh, Sharks Warriors Knights. Category. That's an interesting one. Sharks yeah. Knights. Yeah. So one of these two teams has to pick up competition points. Um, Newcastle. They're, they're saying have the softer draw. Uh, Mitchell Pearce back from injury. They were a little underwhelming against the Broncos, but with, if they get Ponga and Pearce together, fit, healthy, Bradman best, if he's OK, and the forwards they have, I'm thinking Newcastle will be playing finals football. So I'm thinking Newcastle beat the Sharks. And the other game, Manly versus Parramatta. Um, yeah, you've got to go with Manly, go with momentum. Parramatta are on the nose, Smithy, on the nose, the poor old Eels. Okay, let's uh, let's talk about uh, just finally one other issue that uh, common sense has prevailed on in rugby league. Uh, the rugby league World Cup definitely now postponed to two thousand and twenty-two. I mean, that was a dollar one and shortening after the Aussies and the Kiwis said no, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, well, that, well, that's right. I, I still feel desperately sorry for the fans over there, um, and I can understand them being absolutely confused and perplexed by it when. Again, overnight, uh, or you would have watched Smithy over the weekend, not necessarily overnight, but the crowds at the cricket. Um, we've got through Wimbledon. Uh, you know, we went through the Euros, the crowds at Wembley there with the England side, and yet we can't have a Rugby League World Cup. So, you know, the diehard Rugby League fan, this has been a dagger in the heart. They feel like they've, uh, you know, up in the north there, that they've been, you know, absolutely abandoned 
by Australia and New Zealand in this regard. Um, all I can hope from this point on, look, the decision has now been made on both fronts that they're true to their word and um, the world's a safer place next year and there's a bit more certainty and we have a great World Cup next year because, you know, the decision's been made, but I still feel very, very sorry for the fans over there. I've done a couple of World Cups over there, Smithy. I've experienced firsthand just how the Rugby League World Cup means far more to them and hosting it than it does to us. And I make no apologies for making yeah. that statement. It means the world to them. Okay, Liz, good, good luck with that. Vossi, uh, uh, of course, on your show, you will have to been covering off a bit of a Olympics, I imagine, this morning. Uh, from an Australian point of view, uh, what's the feeling there? 46 medals in all, 17 golds, number six on the ladder. Uh, that to su- suggests to me uh, you should be pretty pleased with, with the way the green and golds went over there. Oh, one of the most uplifting and emotional games we've had, and, and you know, lots of circumstances at play, but obviously lockdown. I mean, uh, you know, half the country in lockdown, perhaps... Uh, and, and just the fact that we appreciated the storylines and the backstories, no family, no friends there. So you got to see why the television coverage was here, the family at home, cameras on them, seeing those moments and knowing what they've gone through and a year delay. It really was. Like, I know we've had the pleasure and the honour of hosting the 2000 Olympic Games and they were sensational. But for emotion and passion and all those things, I, I think these might have topped them. These games might have topped them. And it, it, it of course, slipped into a very good time zone to have a day and night um, where everyone was bought into Olympics. This time three weeks ago, I've got to say, Smithy, hosting my program, didn't take a call on the Olympics or text people saying, you know, can't wait for them to start. But the moment they got underway, it was like flicking a switch and everyone was invested and, and loved it. And, and, and it's really sad today. You're like, what are we going to do now sort of thing? So no, they've been yeah. very, you know, great games, really. Great sport, great theatre um, and, and incredibly inspiring. Yeah, we, uh, we share those thoughts. Uh, Vossi, thanks so much. Uh, we, we, we feel the same way about the uh, performance of our team as well. So it's nice to know that uh, the Anzacs uh, are aligned on that uh, theory post-Olympics. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.